Welcome back to the Athlete Maestro podcast guys the athlete development podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports and learn about the business side of sports I'm your host Tola Ugunlewe and this is episode 718 take a chance on yourself become obsessed with studying and results require team basketball he was the first african american superstar and one of the games all time great he is also considered the greatest team player in basketball history over the course of his career he won 11 nba titles today on the show the legendary bill russell The NBA in the 50s and 60s is not like the NBA you have today, but it still didn't mean it was a walk in the park. Russell literally went from not knowing anything about the sports to becoming one of the sports all-time greats. Bill Russell, who was almost or who is almost seven feet tall, made his high school team because of his height alone. Like literally, they were like, "Look, you can't play, right? But you're tall." come on the team he didn't have any skills or great attributes but he was tall the rest of the work would come from him you see russell became a student of the game in addition to working on his fundamentals he began studying other players and coming up with concepts to improve his game the defensive moves you see in the nba today were in part down to bill russell while old defensive methods meant that players were flat-footed russell introduced running and jumping to deal with flashy offensive players it worked a treat you see russell would attend the university of san francisco where he would help the team win two ncaa titles the boston celtics would make two trades in order to take a chance on russell that chance would turn the Boston Celtics into a dynasty. In his rookie season, he averaged 19 rebounds per game and helped the team win their first ever NBA championship. The following season, they would make the finals again but lost out when Russell went down with an injury. From 1959 to 1966, they would win 8 straight NBA championships led by Bill Russell. In the process, Russell will become the first African American to achieve superstar status in the NBA. He's not the first black player to play in the NBA, but he's the first to achieve that star status. You know, just like you had with Muhammad Ali in boxing. Do not forget that this was an era where racism was at its peak. Before the end of his career, he would win two more titles with the Celtics, making it 11 championships. in 13 seasons. Russell would go on to coach the Celtics, becoming the first African American to coach a team and the first African American coach to also win a title. Perhaps the only knock on his legendary career was the fact that only 9 franchises existed in the NBA at the time. Regardless, Russell was inducted into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame and the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame. Today is your mentor, guys. And there are three lessons 
that I want you to learn from Bill Ross. And obviously, I mean, if you are not really a student of basketball, then maybe you might be wondering, like, who is Bill Ross? I only know LeBron James. I only know Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and these guys. Now, those are new generation superstars. When you're talking about the guys who started it all, the guys who, you know, were there at the beginning, so to speak, then, of course, you're talking about guys like Bill Russell. Nobody has come close to him. Michael Jordan has won six, right? Kobe Bryant won five. LeBron has won four, right? Bill Russell won 11 championships and did that in 13 seasons. So, in his entire time, right, in the league, he only failed to win the championship two times. First lesson that I want you to learn from him, guys, is take a chance on yourself. Take a chance on on yourself now why is this lesson key guys now you would have heard in the intro or let me just say when you look back you know you start following the nba now the mvp title the finals mvp title is named after him so it's the bill russell mvp title right now you might have heard this guy and you would think oh such a legendary career you know must have done amazing things and you know he he, he was highly touted he had always had the talent he was always destined to be a great nba player absolutely not absolutely not it reminds me a little bit of akim olajuwon who started playing basketball at 16 17 used to play football right but because he was tall almost seven feet tall as well maybe seven feet tall as well you know he took a chance on himself in basketball went abroad got that scholarship and of course the rest as they say is history it's a similar thing guys to bill russell this is a guy who was tall this is a guy who in junior high school right he was caught from his basketball team like junior high school so this is the level or this is the stage where competition is not even that rife like competition is not even that serious if if we really really look at it right but it was caught from the team now when he got to senior high school the only reason he made the team was because he was tall so the coach looked at him and said look you don't have any fundamentals like let's let's get that one out of the way you don't have any fundamentals you don't have any skills you don't have anything but you're tall come on the team let's see what you can do now you see it is at this point right that russell himself could have said look i i I don't have anything right the coach himself has said i don't have fundamentals he has said i don't have any skills okay what am i doing here i might as well just go do something else right i might as well just go face whatever it is that i'm doing and and all of that and of course we won't be here might be hearing about b russell in track might be hearing about him in other sports but we won't be hearing about him when it comes to basketball what did he do he took a chance on himself. And this is a chance he took at the beginning of his career. You see, for many of you, right, you might be at the beginning, you might be in the middle, you might be towards the end. The question is, are you taking a chance on yourself? There's something in your sport you need to learn. Are you taking a chance on yourself? There's a sacrifice you need to make in your sport. Are you taking a chance on yourself? There's something that you can do that is risky, right? Are you taking a chance on yourself? See, those are the key questions, key questions that you're asking. Because if you don't take that chance on yourself, then of course, guaranteed, there is no next step. Guaranteed, there is no next step. So it starts with taking that chance on yourself. It's when you've taken the chance on yourself that you can then move forward and of course it's the same thing with Hakim Olajuwon so he went to 
uh, the U.S. Right, got a scholarship. He was eventually drafted by the Houston Rockets. Right, he was drafted in the same draft class as Michael Jordan. But before he got drafted, right, by the Houston Rockets, when he was still in college, this was a guy. Don't forget, like I said, 16, 17, never played basketball. Right, always played football. Now, obviously, he gets there. I mean, ball handling is crappy. Can't play the game. Yes, he's tall and all that. What did Hakim do? Hakim took a chance on himself by putting in extra hours. Look, these guys gave me a scholarship to come here for a reason. They can see or they've seen something in me. How about I try to find that thing for myself? And what did happen? In off-season, so when the NBA was in off-season, don't forget he was in college at the time, when the NBA was in off-season, what did he do? He would go and train with the NBA players. He would go and practice with the NBA players. Like like this thing that people say I have. Like, come on, let's see it. In full glare. And of course, that chance that he took on himself led to the Houston Rockets drafting him number one overall. And of course, he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest center in NBA history. That is, of course... Hakeem Olajuwon. Same thing, guys, that Bill Russell did. Look, I'm tall. I don't have fundamentals. I don't have skills. Okay, no problem, right? I'm going to take a chance on myself. It is only when you take a chance on yourself, guys, that you can bet on yourself. A lot of people bet on themselves, but they haven't taken the chance on themselves first. You have to take the chance first before you can then bet on yourself. First lesson from Bill Russell, take a chance on yourself. Number two lesson, guys, is become obsessed with study become obsessed with study now of course after russell right had taken that chance on himself after he had gotten to the point where he said look i've made the team based on my height alone but it stops there one of the key things that stood russell out was because he became obsessed with studying the game and everything that had to do with it so in basketball right the way defense was taught back then was that you needed to be flat-footed so that what happens when the offensive player right so the attacker you know tries to make moves right because you're flat-footed because you're low you know you can easily spring and move in different directions what russell did was he went and he studied right and he said look being flat-footed doesn't help you against players that are flashy and very fast what you need to do is that you need to be in their face you need to be running you need to be jumping like you need to be all about the place blocking their line of vision and all of that and russell started doing that right first and foremost the coaches said no don't do that that's not how you defend that's not how you this that's not how you that the guy didn't listen why because he had put in the work studying and of course now in defense this is what you see most guys doing moving running jumping in the face of the attacker now, that was just one part right now when it came to rebounding this is a guy who was almost seven feet tall he had a wingspan of over seven feet right now what most players then in the nba used to do and maybe some still do it now so the guys who you know really are not students of the game is that when a player shot the ball they would always follow the ball they would always follow the ball what russell did and what he learned from studying was that he didn't need to follow the ball because when the ball hit the backboard or when the ball hit the rim it was going to go somewhere else so if i'm following the ball it means that i'm always a step behind what russell did was that 
he prepared himself for where the ball was going to be after it had hit the board or it had hit the rim. And this is a guy who, over the course of his career, he averaged 22 rebounds per game. 22 rebounds per game. The only person in terms of rebounds that would even come close to him is um, Dennis Rodman, right? Because that was another juggernaut when it came to rebounding. He went where the ball was going to be. He didn't follow the ball. And of course, Russell was also asked, that, look, when you made this rebounds, right, you were always quick to get the ball out. Like, you know, so the outlets pass. If, if, if you guys watch LeBron James very well, you see that this is one of the things that he does where he gets a rebound on defense. One of his teammates, right, is already streaking down the courts on the other side. And with one swing from back end to front end, ball gets to that player, layup, automatic two points for his team. This was a concept that was started by Bill Russell. So they asked him and said, look, how, how is it that you do that? You know, and he told the interviewer, right? He stood up right in the middle of the interview, stretched his arm out, and he showed him an exercise, right? Where he always tried to extend his hand. So if you stretch your hands out your side, right? And you look to that side where the hand is stretched out, right? You're going to see where your hand is. Now try to move that hand back a little bit, right? But still try to keep your eye on that your hand. What Russell was doing was that he was working on his peripheral vision, right? Oh, legend guy. He was working on his peripheral vision. You know how something passes you? You're not really looking at that thing. But something passes you and you realize that something passes you. That's your peripheral vision. You saw something streak by. Russell worked on it, right? And that's why when he got his rebound, he was able to let the outlet pass go. Become obsessed, guys, with studying. Become obsessed with studying. This was a guy also who studied his opponents. So the games that he was going to play, and obviously, I mean, he made it easier then that there were less franchises, but it was not his fault. And there were less franchises, right? He played everybody that was in front of him, won 11 NBA titles. He studied his opponents specifically and their moves. So all this game film that teams are now beginning to watch nowadays, players are beginning to watch, players are... Be- Bill Russell was a guy, right? In the 50s, who was already doing this? In the 50s, already doing this. Studying the player. So I'm going up against this particular player. I'm going to study him. How does he play? How does he like to dribble? How does he approach his game? How does he swing? How does he move? I'm going to study all those things so that when the game comes, I am prepared. Number two lesson, guys, from Bill Russell. Become obsessed with studying. Become obsessed with studying. And the final thing, guys, is results require teamwork. Results required teamwork. See, if anybody, right? was going to make an argument for Bill Russell not being the greatest NBA player of all time because, I mean, yes, there were nine franchises then, you know, the, the, the season wasn't as long, he didn't play as many games, and, you know, all of those things, competition wasn't as rife, and, you know, you make up all those things uh, as you go along, right? Fine, no problem, right? One thing you can never take away from Bill Russell was his work as a teammate, right? How much of a team player that he was this is a guy like i said look almost seven feet tall right so literally he he could have been as dominant as shaquille o'neal was you know when shaquille o'neal was playing in the 2000s and, and there about but this is a guy who at the same time preferred for his teammates to shine preferred to be like the glue that brought everything together 
right? He preferred to be the person who made the team tick. Now, of course, you might be looking at me and might say, okay, Votola, I don't play a team sport. How exactly does this apply to me? Now, it applies to you because, like I've said previously on the podcast, you need to build a team if you're going to succeed in sports. So that your team is built by you, but there are key members surrounding you. So those key members, they involve doctors. Those key members, do they you know, involve you know, a monsieur? Do they involve a, a mindset coach? Do they involve a normal coach for your team? You know, wh- wh- who are the people, right, that are surrounding you that make up that team? Results require teamwork. If you think or you believe that you can do it all on your own, results require teamwork. You play football, for example, you're going to work with an agent. You're going to work. So I'm not even talking about what happens on the pitch. I'm talking about outside the pitch. You're going to work with an agent. You know, you're going to have people that are going to do things for you. If you are not a team with that person, guess what? It's not going to work. It is not going to work. And results require teamwork. So this is one of the key things that Russell, and of course he wrote a book, you know, 11, 11 Secrets on, on something, Succeeding in Life or something, something like that. I can't remember the name now off the top of my head. You know, and what, that's one of the key things that he puts down to his success in basketball, right? I was a team player. So the question is, are you a team player? Do you play as a team or do you want to do everything on your own? You know, you you, you should take advice. You're not going to take advice. And of course, I saw something that um, Israel Adesoya posted on, on social media, you know, when he, he sent a text to a member of his team where he was saying, look, I'm depressed. You know, I just need us to go into the gym when you're back and all of that. And of course, the team member replied and said, like, of course, you bet we're going to do that. And then in the caption for the message, it talks about how, who are you surrounding yourself with? In the sense that, you, this is a UFC midweight champion of the world. This is a guy who has money. This is a guy who has fame. This is a guy who has almost everything. Still admitting to a member of his team that, hey, I need you, man. Like, going through a rough patch, need you just to support all of that and of course the guy was like you're dead right and of course when alexander volkanovsky won or retained his ufc featherweight title against brian ortega right volkanovsky comes from the same um city kickboxing team that um israel Adesoya comes from right throughout his support immediately was like this is what we do and of course there was a video of him watching the fight live you know supporting his teammates you see that is part of teamwork so it doesn't have even have anything to do with inside the octagon or on the pitch or on the court. Now, of course, that's also amazing and that's great, especially if you play team sport. But at the same time, outside, are you being a team player? What's your teamwork like? It's exceptionally important that you focus on these things. Three lessons, guys, from the legendary Bill Russell. Take a chance on yourself. Become obsessed with studying and results require teamwork. Results require teamwork Adley Marshall guys episode 718 head over to the website check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there all of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports and at the same time learn the business side of sports sports is a business guys if you have any questions look just like I've said before I'm going to be taking some of your questions on Friday episodes of the show so send me a mail Friday at athletemaestro.com Friday at athletemaestro.com so i'll take your questions here on the show so that a wider audience gets to learn from it if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us 
a rating and review what are you waiting for what your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast and it's also your way of saying thank you for this free content and of course how it's helping you up level your game athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from the legend bill russell i want you to go out there i want you to be a maestro today and every single day